Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. You're listening to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace. I'll cover anything and everything about being a little better than you were yesterday while living bravely outside of your comfort zone. From mom life to coach life and everything in between, this is your no BS guide on trading good for great because you are worthy of it right now in this moment as you are, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley. And today's episode is going to be about taking back your time and things that you can do so that you don't end every single day um, feeling like you're in a time crunch and feeling like you didn't get everything done and you're just rush, rush, rushing. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to touch on the fact that it is November and November is Men's Health Awareness Month. That's why people do the No Shave November um, and also men's mental health. And so check on the men in your lives. Um, let them know you're there for them. Talk, be open. Uh, we have such a long way to go as a society about mental health. It is getting, it is changing. It's not such a taboo topic anymore. Um, but I think for, um, men, especially it's just, it's not talked about enough. And so I just wanted to take a second to mention that before we get into things today. So taking back your time, um, do you end every day just feeling like you're flustered and you're, you didn't get through your to-do list? Um, you know, as, as moms, as working moms, a lot of times you um, have so many different hats that you wear in a day that by the time the day is over, you're like, whew, I, I did not get through what I needed to get through today. Or I just ran from one thing to the next. And you can kind of end each day just feeling exhausted, like you were just running around with like a chicken with your head cut off, right? So things, things that 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 are time sucks things that we can do to take uh certain things away that aren't serving us um and pause and get more intentional with our day uh I'm going to go through them and I I I pulled my group of ladies who are in a group that I'm running right now where we're working on shifting our mindset around our food choices and around our um uh, fitness. So shifting things from thinking about exercise and having to get a workout in into thinking about it as when will my movement happen during the day. And so anyway, in that group, I asked them like, what are your biggest time sucks? And there was a lot. Um, some of the ones that I'm going to highlight today, the first one is, uh, social media and phones. And I just thought, this was kind of interesting because I also teach uh, sixth grade and right now we're doing an engineering unit. And so we we're talking about engineering and different things that have been invented. And so we were talking about the positive impacts of them and negative impacts of them. And, and so we were we were talking about phones and the, the sixth graders were super interesting because they found they, they had like two positive things about phones, you know, like it helps us communicate over a distance and um, they're entertaining. And then when we got into negative impacts uh, that they've had on the world, their list was so long. Some of the things they said was people are addicted to them. People, uh, there's the, the crashes, car crashes and death rates are skyrocketing because people are texting or being on their phones while they're driving. And they're sixth graders and they knew these things and they knew that people are addicted to them. They knew that it takes people's attentions, attention away from other things that are more important. They knew that people are doing this while they're driving in a car. Um, and so if, if an 11 and 12 year old knows these things, then I think we have to pause as adults and think, how often do we have these things out? Are, are, do our kids see us and uh, behind a screen all day long? Um, are you being intentional with your use? Because they can be really great, right? Uh, uh, we use ours to FaceTime. My kids like to FaceTime 
their grandparents each uh, day and ca call their baby cousins each day. Um, and we get to see them over distance and we wouldn't be able to without phones. So it's, I'm not saying that they're not a good tool, but pay attention to how much you're on it because it can be this thing where it just comes out of your pocket or it's just in your hand and it's just built into your habit of in your routine that you're just constantly clicking it. And pay attention to how long you're on social media. Pay attention to those things. If you have to, there's different apps where you can set timers. You can, you can um, for me, I, I put my phone in a different room when I'm, I'm trying to be intentional about having family time. And so let's talk about being intentional. Um, when I started thinking about getting more intentional with my day, what I first felt like that meant was, well, every part of your day has to be filled. If you're being intentional, you got to be doing something. But I don't want you to take that in that way because sometimes being intentional means that there are spots in your day where you're, you rest or you play with the kids or you know, you're having movie night or whatever it might be, but it's not always, and this is a lesson I had to learn. That's why I get to share it with you. It's not always how much can I pack into the day? How productive can I be in the day? Because we have to schedule in those things that we 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 deem, you know, not productive too, because that is important for us. And what happened when I was fluttering through the days, doing a little bit of everything all at once, um, then you know, you've probably had these days, you're being a mom, you're being a teacher, you're, being, you're working, you're cooking dinner, you're helping with homework, you're doing all these things simultaneously. And then you get done. And you're like, geez, I didn't really do a good job at any of the jobs I did today. And I don't want you to have that feeling. That's not a fun place to live in that feeling or in that, um, in that state, right? So have you ever thought of this? This, this activity helped me immensely. And just take out a piece of paper and pencil, you know, write down when you get up and when you go to bed and then start putting things in it in on the schedule of things that you do. Like if you go to work, like I work from 730 to 330. So that gets blocked in there. Just put things in there that have to be done um, for your day and then go back and see where there's like gaps of time. Um, and again, this is like your ideal day. So this obviously days will flow and ebb and things and this will not be perfect. But what this activity did for me was I was able to see, holy cow, I actually have like a lot of time in my day. And then it helped me think, well, where is it all going? Well, phones at nighttime after you put the kids down to bed and you find yourself an hour to two hours later, like, holy cow, I didn't do anything because I was just scrolling Instagram, watching reels and TikToks for the last hour. Where did that go? Right. Um, stuff like that. And so it can kind of open your eyes to see like, wow, I have a lot of time in the day. And so then I was able to decide, okay, well, this chunk, um, I can be working. But then after school, when I pick my kids up and we go home, like I want that time when they first see me after they've been at school or daycare all day that they see mom and that they see an engaged mom. And so I leave my phone, uh, in my bag or in my um, bedroom while that time is happening. Once, you know, we've had dinner, we've, you know, taken baths and gotten ready and read and done our homework. And then, you know, once they're to bed, then I still have that extra time where if I need to go back on to my computer or what the, whatnot, like I can do that. But being intentional about those times of days where this part of my day is for family, this part of my day is for work. And yes, you're going to have to be flexible each day. It's not going to be perfect, but when you know ahead of time that, 
you don't have to be uh, working right now because you you have more time later, you have more time in the morning, or you have t- you're, you have that time blocked. It's really was freeing for me to realize like it, time is abundant and it's constantly the same for everyone. And so if I have that family time, I also know when the work time was versus when I never knew when any of the times were. So then you tried to do all of the different things the whole time and again never were doing really a good job at any of them so give that activity a try you might find it really insightful and you might see where you actually have blocks of time and you can think to yourself well what what do I actually do during these times when I am not scheduled to be working or cooking dinner for the family or whatever and uh, maybe you are on social media too much maybe you need to check that maybe you are I don't know um, so just give it a try give give that activity a try and see what happens um other time sucks, um, <laughs> going to events that you don't want to go to. Like it is time to say no. If this pandemic has not taught us anything, I hope it's taught us that we're allowed to say no to things that don't serve us or that don't align with us. So if there are things that you don't want to be at um, that uh, are not fulfilling to you, that leave your energy drained, like you have permission to say no and you get to say no and you have to think about it. If you don't speak up and don't say no and you go, and you're miserable, and your energy is sucked, and all the things, you just traded that time that you'll never get back because you weren't willing to say no. So say no. You have permission. You don't need you don't need permission, but if you were looking for it, you have it today. Uh, another thing that some of the ladies in my group mentioned was perfectionism. So the idea that everything has to be perfect all the time, and so you get stuck on like one thing, and you can't ever get done or complete a certain task, or maybe it's for work or whatever, because um, it has it's not perfect yet to you. So then you stay in this like stuck place, and again, it's a time suck because. Now, instead of progressing forward, instead of, you know, that living like failing forward kind of idea, which I try to always live by, you know, done is better than perfect. Like it gets you further and you learn so much, but getting stuck in that perfectionist state can really suck a lot of time. Um, The other thing is succumbing to societal norms. Like when, you know, I don't know if I just think of mom things, like um, every mom has like their house picked up all the time and they always have like uh, you know, home cooked meals going and yada, yada, the whole thing, play dates are planned and all this stuff. And, and that can really also be a a time suck because if it's not something that's fulfilling to you, it's not your truth. And, and also like, can we just be real? Like our houses are not always picked up. And when you do pick them up, um, it remains that way when you have little kids for like, I don't know, 0.25 seconds because, uh, you know, they're kids and you're living life and it, it doesn't matter. So kind of like releasing yourself from the idea that you have to follow certain things that, you know, either you viewed as a child, like this is how the world works or somewhere along the line, you were taught that this is what happens. Um, you can just, again, permission granted, do you (laughs) release these things? Um, and then the other thing they said was procrastination. So procrastinating things, um, let's use your house again. Like the house is a disaster. You know, it's time, it's that time where like, it's got to get picked up. Um, but it just seems so overwhelming. Like the task ahead seems too big. And so then our brains are like, whoa, that's too much. I cannot commit to that. I'm not doing that. And so then you just stay stuck and you do nothing. Um, so my tip for that would be just focus on the next one thing. Um, if it has to do with like tidying up your house, like 
if I kind of try to live by like if it takes if it takes a minute or less, just do it right now. Um, and then you'll notice that a lot of the take the garbage out that takes a minute or less than a minute. Boom, done. And you can move on instead of letting those things kind of linger in your head. So every time I walk by the garbage, I'm like, oh, still didn't take the garbage out. Jeez, you still can't take the garbage out. Like you don't need that. So just try to focus on the one, you know, the next one thing. Then you don't have to commit in your brain to doing the entire project, the entire house. But when you get going, and this I tell my ladies in my um, health and fitness uh, groups that I host too, like you don't have to commit in your brain to doing an entire like 30 minute workout or an entire like two, three mile jog. Just start, commit to starting, take the first step. And you'll notice once you get that momentum going, it's like that whole, um, a parked car is super hard to push, but once it's rolling, like that momentum just goes itself. And so don't, you know, our brains are trying to keep us safe and they don't want you to feel overwhelmed. And so when that, that overwhelm comes and it's like, well, this is too much, I can't, I can't do it do the very first step and you can use this and apply it to anything you're doing uh you're building a business okay well what's the very smallest tiniest action step that needs to happen do that don't get stuck on well the whole thing is this and it's going to take me five days no you're just doing the one thing and you'll find yourself probably getting so much further than you ever normally do because your brain is like well I can do the one thing and then all of a sudden once you're in it that momentum starts building and I like well I might as well do the next thing like okay this is going better so you can use that and to help like sort of keep your brain happy um, and just commit to one thing instead of the whole thing so hopefully that helped. Hopefully that gave you some ideas that you can do to kind of reevaluate your day, uh, put your phone away, be more intentional, um, and know that you know you have things. And you can also kind of do this: like think about the things in your life, your family, your job, you, you know, your friend, like activities you like to do, your passions, whatever it is. And also think like, well, what's the most important? Like for me, it's family first. Family first has been ingrained, ingrained in me since I was little and every day needs family time in it. Um, and then think about what else fills you up. Like I have a, a passion for helping women um, reach new heights and do more than they ever thought that they could. Okay, that I deserve time for in my day too. And you deserve time for your passions in your day. But like if I think about other things on the list that I do in a day, watch um, Netflix, scroll social media, you know, stuff like that. Those things, I, if you look at it and like, I am, and I'm not saying don't, I I don't ever do these things. I certainly do. So I'm not trying to, you know, preach, but you can evaluate those things and think is, are these worth trading time for when I could be doing X, Y, and Z? When for me, it's like when I could be playing with my family, is this worth time for that? trading that is it worth trading your time to um be on instagram to trade your time doing and working towards your passion or the business that you want to start up you know you you think can think about it like that and it, it for me it ends up making my choices easier it actually turns them into like not a choice it's like oh duh i think i'd rather be doing this I think I'd rather be, you know, reading a positive book um, instead of filling my brain with social media, stuff like that. So hopefully these tips helped and hopefully that you can take one or two, leave the rest, whatever fits for you. I always say that about everything. I hope that you know that like you listen to podcasts, you read books, whatever you're doing, there's not everything's going to fit for you and it's not supposed to. So if you don't relate to pieces, then leave them. But the parts that speak to you, the parts that, that, 
that you pique your interest, take them, use them. Okay. Go have a better, brave day. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening. It is not lost on me how amazing it is that you have taken time out of your day to be here. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at Candace Dudley to get my day-to-day updates. If you're interested in joining one of my virtual boot camps or joining my coach family, DM me or use the link in my Instagram profile. Have a better, brave day, sister. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.